Hey guys, welcome back to the Balance and Empowered Fitness Podcast. This is Courtney Jones and Hannah Polly here back for another episode. Um, giving uh talking kind of about a topic that we have heard a lot of um, you know, just comments on from our clients and just from others, and we kind of wanted to touch on it. But uh first, we will kind of dive into just kind of how our weeks have been, any updates we have. Um, but Hannah, how has your week been? I know that you were were just traveling um, <laughs> for a couple of days. So how did that go? Yes. Hi, guys. Welcome back to the podcast. Um, thank you so much for listening to this episode. And yes, Courtney, oh my gosh, we had a, um, it wasn't like spontaneous, but it sort of was like a long drive to Texas. Um, John's female Frenchie uh, went in heat a little earlier than we expected. So um, he's like, yeah, we got to drive to Texas this week. I'm like, what? Cause like the mail that he's using is in Texas. So, um, and we, he didn't want to fly with her. So, um, last week was just kind of waiting around, like, when are we going to go? And then her numbers hit. So we had to drive down there Thursday. Um, so pretty much we were in the car for like 30 hours within like three days, <laughs> but honestly, like, even though I'm not a road trip girl, it was fun. Um, you know, we made some stops and, uh, it was just, yeah, it was, it was an experience, but man, it was like stressful, like leading up to it. Cause I'm like kind of a planner with like my work weeks. Like I have like specific days where I do certain things. So not knowing what day we're going to leave was like really stressing me out. But, um, but it was a really good time besides that. <laughs> how far away is Texas? Like how far of a drive is that? It was, so we went a little South of Dallas. So it was 13 hours there. Oh God. Yeah. That's, that's a long, long we, day. Girl. Yeah. We stopped in Arkansas the first night. Cause like, we just couldn't go anymore. Like, like John was like, he's like, I'm going to fall asleep. And he, of course he doesn't trust me to drive. I'm not the best driver. So um, we stopped in Arkansas a little, a few hours out and then got up the next day, drove the rest. And then we stopped in Memphis on the way home. So, uh, so it was nice. We could stop and break up the drive a little bit, but <laughs> But it was definitely an experience. We got to eat at some cool places and see some cool things. So um, we made like the best out of a very short um, trip. (laughs) Road trips are fun if you're like not in a super big hurry. Like you can stop and like enjoy some things or like find some cool like food places. Um, But I I do like car rides too. They're fun, especially if you're not in a hurry and you can like stop and go to the bathroom and eat and like enjoy yourself a little bit. (laughs) absolutely and it's nice with what we do it's like it was so nice because it was sort of last second like we left on like my busiest like work days so I was able to like work the whole way down there and like while we're there and the whole way back so I'm very thankful for that (laughs) because I don't know what I you know like even the hotel we stayed at didn't have wi-fi so I did everything through the wi-fi in the car and like on my phone so (laughs) thank goodness for technology (laughs) hot spot yeah yes Yes. I've had to use that before for work, like on car rides too. It's it's nice. <laughs> it is. It is. I'm like, wow, this is so clutch. <laughs> but um, but how are you? How was your shower this weekend? I'm literally so bummed. I'm like, of course, I'm have to miss Courtney's shower. It sucked, but it looked like <laughs> decorations looked adorable. Like it looked like a good time. How was it? Yeah, no, it was so much fun. So so we had our first uh baby shower uh this past weekend and it was really, really fun. So I like, we decided to just do like female only kind of thing. I know a lot of people do like co 
baby showers now, like with male, female, but um, I think it's just fun to kind of make it like a girl's thing. Um, but yeah, my mom uh, hosted it. She did a great job. She asked like some of my friends from high school to like come over and help. And they they did such a good job. They they decorated everything like the night before. So it was all ready on Saturday, but it all looked really, really good. It was so much fun. Um, but definitely like I, I hit my like entered my third trimester uh, this past week. And um, I am like feeling it like the energy wise, I was so tired. And I got home at like 630pm that day. But I was like at my mom's all day with the shower and everything. And by the time I got home, I was just like, all right, I'm laying down I'm doing nothing the rest of the day. And I ended up getting like 10 hours of sleep Saturday night. I was so tired, but it's just those types of things just like kind of just drain your energy. Like there's so much fun and I love them and love getting to be with like people and, you know, the shower and everything. But it it is one of those things now where I'm like, I don't have the energy. (laughs) Um, I need a nap. (laughs) It was so much fun. Um, We got lots of good things. So me and Will decided in the beginning not to buy anything until I don't, I don't want to say last minute, but until later. So that way, you know, we just got things from other people. We didn't want to like spend a ton of money on things that were going to be gifted to us or that were going to be a lot of things we've actually just been given, like gifted and given to us, like our baby bed and like a, a baby swing and like all of those things have been a car seat. Like people are just like, Hey, do you want this? And we're like, Oh yeah, cool. Like we need one of those. <laughs> um, so it, it's been great to just like have that and, and to get like all the things from people at the shower and just like, you know, we don't have those things already. So it's kind of just more exciting that you get them. It's like, oh, I really needed that. Yay. (laughs) Um, And then I I believe like I have a couple other showers coming up with his side of the family and then like another friend's um, baby shower. So I'm excited. So that's within like the next month or so. But yeah, after this week, baby will be here probably within like 11 weeks. (laughs) Where did the time go? I bet you're excited. I'm excited. Flying by. <laughs> it's wild. Like, I, yeah, I know I always say this, but I feel like yesterday, like you told me, you know, like you had just, just found out. I'm like, oh my God, this is like crazy that yeah. baby was yeah. here. <laughs> I'm excited. <laughs> yeah, but other than that, it's just been um, like work, getting things ready. We're just doing things like week by week now to like kind of get our house ready to get the baby room ready um still have to go through all the things from the shower and just kind of put things away and like put them in their place and whatnot but um other than that that's kind of what my weeks have been consumed of is just like work and then like getting our house ready and things like that and um and also too with doing a home delivery we went and saw our midwife last week and so we found out some things that like we'll have to kind of situate what we were going to do originally of like where the the birthing tub and like how we're going to do it and like what room we're going to do it in because um it has to be 50 feet away from a shower head and we have no showers downstairs of our home they're all upstairs so we're going to be delivering upstairs in our home (laughs) versus downstairs um but our bedroom and everything else is upstairs too so it'll just be easier that way which made sense like when we talked to her about it but yeah so just getting everything ready for that too um within a couple of weeks cuz they they come to our house and visit us at 30 
three, 34 weeks um, to just make sure that everything is like set up where it needs to be. And just if we need to rearrange or move things and, and such. So yeah, <laughs> it'll be a fun podcast day when I can share that whole experience with you guys. Oh my God. I'm like getting like little butterflies, anxious feeling in my stomach, you know, like I can't imagine how you feel. <laughs> yeah. It's, yeah, it's exciting, but awesome (laughs) here before we know it like Courtney and I were just saying it's like I can't believe it's almost Thanksgiving like time's just flying so baby you'll be here before we know and I can't wait (laughs) um but yeah guys so like Courtney said digging into a topic today that is super common and something that like you know we've been hearing a lot from clients recently and I'm like I can't believe we haven't touched on this yet in our podcast um just how like dealing with negative comments from people and usually people that are close to you to be completely honest family friends peers co-workers um, along your fitness journey because to be completely honest if you haven't experienced it yet I'm sure that you will where you know when you're eating different things and people are noticing that you're making changes in your lifestyle like people sometimes tend to hyper-focus on what you're doing, you know? Oh my gosh, what are you eating? Are you eating that? Can you eat here? Are you allowed to have that on your diet? Like you're going to hear so many different things and and it can be super overwhelming. It can be super frustrating at first, but we want to kind of go into like where these comments and, you know, overbearing questions stem from, um, just like the best way to respond and like specific examples where we've kind of responded in these situations. Like, I promise you, I've been, we've both been going through these comments and, you know, answering, you're dealing with these negative opinions and comments and questions for 10 plus years. So, um, I feel that like, you know, we've, we've got a pretty good hang on, you know, how to respond to these things and, you know, just kind of giving you guys some insight on where it stems from and, and that it does get easier and, and better with time. Um, and I feel like too, with the holidays coming up, this is a really good topic because you're going to see family members who, you know, they're going to notice you've lost weight or they're going to notice that you're eating, you know, or maybe they've seen your fitness journey on Facebook or Instagram. And they're like, oh my gosh, what are you doing? Like, are you allowed to eat that? So you're going to get these comments a lot in the holidays. So we want to kind of give you guys, um, some insight because it really can be super helpful <laughs> when, when dealing with these types of situations. Yeah, for sure. And I mean, even just being in like my fitness journey that I've been in for a long time, um, you know, you still get these questions or you still get these comments that people say. And like, there's just always going to be those negative Nancy's out there. But also too, a lot of times people are just making comments based off of like curiosity or like feeling a certain type of way about what you're doing or maybe like inserting their own opinions on you and what you're doing. Um, but ultimately it does come down to like understanding like where other people might be coming from and like why they might say certain things. <clears throat> and also to just like being, uh, being assured, reassured of like what you're doing and what you're trying to accomplish. And like, that's what really matters is like how you feel doing what you're doing. Um, and being able to kind of just let those like comments and things like that, if they don't apply to you, just let them kind of roll off your back and not take them, um, you know, seriously. Sometimes that can be harder said than done though. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, definitely. And I feel like too, this is really common for someone who's new in the realm or like you're just starting your fitness journey because you're not used to getting asked these questions. Right. And, and also again, too, like if you're someone who's starting out and new, like 
your family, your friends, your peers, like they might have, you know, they might be doing different things. They might not be going along this journey with you and that's okay. But again, a lot of this, where this can stem from is just like a place of them genuinely curious, like Courtney said, or them just like not truly understanding, you know, the fitness industry is full of myths and things, you know, you can't have this, you can't do that. Like, so when people hear, oh, you can't eat carbs and lose weight when they see you eating carbs, they're like, oh my gosh, how can you eat that? And like, they're not trying to be like malicious here. It's more or less, they're just like really confused. Like, oh my gosh, I thought you couldn't eat carbs, not like losing weight. So a lot of times these questions, especially from loved ones, because typically, you know, loved ones, they're not trying to like <laughs> make you feel bad about yourself um, or like try to like call you out per se or hyper focus what you're doing. They're just genuinely curious. So it's just important to understand that and not, you know, it's, it's easier said than done, but it's, really hard to work on not getting frustrated with that. And just, again, trying to understand they're just genuinely curious. And now that they know someone who's doing it and like, they're seeing you lose weight and they're seeing you eat these carbs, like, oh my gosh, you're losing weight eating carbs. How is that possible? Or like a lot of times, like loved ones don't understand that, like, again, with our clients and, you know, what we believe in is like flexible dieting. So sometimes let's say you're going out with friends and they'll be like, oh my gosh, can you eat here? Like, are you allowed to eat here? And then like, that can be annoying, <laughs> you know, cause you're like, okay, yes, I can eat here. But again, they're just trying to understand and trying to help support you along your goals. So they're not trying to be like annoying or up in your, up in your grill about what you can eat, what you can't eat. Sometimes they're just trying to be supportive of you and, and making sure that, oh, can you, can you eat here? Is that okay? Um, that's always something like John asked me, like, he knows I'm super like, you know, he knows I can eat whatever I want, but he's like, you know, do you want to eat here? Like, is that okay? And I always like, like, so I love that because I'm like, oh, he's like supporting me <laughs> and he's making sure like, I'm okay with this. Um, but like I said, at first it can be overwhelming because you feel like everyone's just hyper-focusing on like what you're eating or what you're doing, or if you can do that. And again, most of the time from loved ones, it's just coming from a place of not understanding and just like really trying to support you and trying to learn the best that they can with what you're doing. Um, but they're also, you know, on like the other side of things, there are people who will say mean comments and will ask really like passive aggressive things, um, you know, who maybe aren't genuinely curious, who maybe, you know, don't really understand what you're doing, but also this comes from a place usually of like insecurity or like deep rooted issues within themselves. So, you know, sometimes people have the mindset of like, okay, she's eating right. She's losing weight. Like, I'm, you know, and I'm not doing those things. And sometimes that can cause a little bit of tension, right? That can cause like their insecurities to kind of uh, surface and then kind of lash out at you because of that. So understanding, like, it's nothing that you're doing. Like, like Courtney said earlier, like being confident in what you're doing and knowing that what you're doing makes you feel great and that you're seeing the changes and feeling the changes. That's what matters. And that whenever someone's like we'll, we'll kind of go over some comments that people may say to you, but this is stemming from something within themselves, which is really sad. That's honestly really sad, but you have to understand where it's coming from. So you don't take it personal. Yeah. And a lot of times it just stems from like a place of being different. Like you start making different decisions when you're at work or when you're out to eat with friends or when you're around your family or you're going to your family's house for food or if it's around the holidays or just different things coming up and you choose to eat differently or you choose to bring something for yourself or you choose to bring your own lunch versus going out to eat at work. Um, so you start to make these different decisions and people kind of get curious of like, 
oh, like she's, you know, eating healthier. Oh, she's not doing this anymore. Or, oh, she's not drinking um, as much as she used to. Like, why? Like, what's going on? What are you trying to do? So it's kind of just a place of like curiosity and trying to like, just understand the changes that you're making. But a lot of times, like being healthier, like people want that in their life. Like most people want to be healthier. Like they want to make better decisions. They want to maybe try to drink a little bit less when they go out, but tend to go overboard or they want to, you know, order a salad or grilled chicken or something at the restaurant, but they typically will get the burger and fries. Like, you know, it just is really dependent on the person and like what they want. But obviously when you do these certain types of things, people can see that and be like, oh, like she's doing what I kind of want to do, but I've had a hard time making the decision to do. Um, And so they'll start to ask questions or make a comment. And a lot of times, again, it comes back to the place, like Hannah said, of like just the different things that they have heard in the fitness space of like, oh, you can't eat carbs or the dieting culture of like, oh, you can't eat carbs or, oh, you can't eat that if you're trying to lose weight. Like, oh, aren't you on a diet? Like you can't have that or you can't go there. Um, And it stems from a place of just like not understanding how you're doing that. Um, Especially if you're like, working with us, if you're a client of ours, or you've, you know, heard about the things that we implement in terms of just the education that you need to be able to like lose weight and actually lose weight and maintain and just live a healthy lifestyle. A lot of times, like it's not in align with these dieting culture standards that you have to, you know, do X, Y, and Z. It's more about learning about your body, about, you know, foods and how to fuel your body properly and all of these things. Um, And so it can be hard for people to see like you doing these things or still eating a donut at work, but you're getting results and you're losing weight and you're feeling good because it's just weird to them. So they'll make comments on those types of things. Doesn't necessarily mean that they're being like, um, you know, vicious or like malicious, I guess, towards like what you're doing. It's more so just out of curiosity or it can come from a place of like insecurity or like issues that they've struggled with to make those decisions for themselves. And like, you know, again, it, it just comes down to the individual and like, if they're being passive aggressive or if they're actually just like curious and asking questions. Um, and I feel like we've talked about this, uh, in like a past call as well, um, or a past team call that we've done is like, you can't make someone like, want to make changes it it ultimately just comes down to them even through the comments and you explaining things to them like you can't explain to someone what you're doing and how you're doing it and them just get it it kind of has to come from them actually wanting to understand what you're doing so you can't um oh what's that saying like you can't um you can't like force someone to like understand your decisions. Uh, it just has to come down to kind of like what you're doing and, and not necessarily having to explain it to them. Like you don't have to explain everything that you're doing to them. You can just give them like a general guideline because again, sometimes people are going to use that as uh, like collateral damage. Whenever you say you, whenever you eat a donut or a cupcake, like, yeah. Oh, you said you were doing this. You can't do that. Um, and, and they'll kind of use it against you in like quotation marks there. <laughs> that yeah. makes sense. No, absolutely. And, and too, it can just like bring so much like focus to what you're doing day to now. And I get like how some people like I, for some reason for me, like, I don't know, I guess I've never been like frustrated with people focusing on what I eat because I've always liked to be like 
different. Like I thought it was like, I'm like, you know, I was really young when I started, I was like 18. So of course, like my, like when I was in college, like my peers and like coworkers always like, Oh, what's Hannah eating today? You eating chicken right. today. And like, I always liked that. Like, I'm like, yeah, that's what I'm doing because I was like confident in it, you know, really from the beginning and like, you know, had more of an idea of what I was doing, but I know everyone's personalities are different. You know, not everyone likes to be hyper-focused on or like not everyone likes to be, have a comment about their food made every single day, you know? So like, I totally understand where people are stemming from when they say like, even if it's not malicious, where you're like, again, I feel like in a workplace is where it typically people don't enjoy it. Cause if they're like in an office, they said that people feel like they're, they're like, God, I just feel like everyone's focusing on what I'm eating every single day. And I always like tell clients, I'm like, you know, like, I like, just, just understand that like what you're doing is awesome. Like you're standing out and you're, you're making awesome changes in your life, you know? And again, that's not something that everyone's doing, which is okay, but that's going to cause, you know, people to kind of ask questions and kind of focus more on like what you're doing versus what others are doing. I just said this to a client last night. I'm like, you know, it's crazy because if we walk into an office and someone brings in fast food, burgers, fries, whatever it may be, no one bats an eye. Right. But if someone brings in a little Tupperware of like chicken and rice and broccoli, everyone's like, why are you eating that? What are you doing? Like, what, what is that? And again, it's because it's different and it's not something that everyone's doing. So when you try to think of it as like a compliment, right? Like that's what I have always done. It's like, think of it as a compliment. Like you're doing something different. You are, you know, and that's why people are asking questions. So um, over time, I think it does get easier. And also it does get easier if like you spend time with the same people. So like with your friends or like your coworkers, people would like, once you do it for so long, people stop, the people that you're with a lot will stop asking you these things, you know? Um, like I used to work in an office setting years and years ago. And like, at first they'd be like, Hannah, you want something to order food like every day? And I'd be like, nope, I'm good. I got my food. And then eventually they just knew that like, I was bringing my own food. They didn't ask me questions. They didn't focus on what I was eating. They just knew, oh, Hannah's not going to eat because she brought her own stuff. And it's just like, again, if you are working in the same office setting or work setting, whatever it may be, or with the same friend group, they eventually learn your habits and lifestyle. <laughs> and they're not always going to be harping you about what you're eating. Now, other people might, but um, the people that you're with get used to you and, you know, with your new lifestyle that you're doing. So it can get easier over time as well. <laughs> um, but also this digging into, like, like, like I said, sometimes you will experience some negative comments from people, um, you know, and it, it can be really toxic. And, you know, this can, I think this is easier to respond to and deal with over time as you become more confident in the process. Um, you know, like when you're confident in something, it's like, no matter what anyone says, you don't really Really bat an eye to it you know um like you know for example if you just start a fitness journey and everyone's telling you oh my gosh you shouldn't be eating carbs you shouldn't be eating carbs but your coach is telling you to eat carbs there might be that small party that's like oh my gosh should I not be eating carbs like why is everyone else telling me I shouldn't but when you're like years in you're confident like I know I need carbs to lose weight um, and people are tell, like asking that doesn't even, you don't even, doesn't, you don't even bat an eye because you're like, I know what I'm doing is right. And I'm confident in what I'm doing. So as you build more confidence in this lifestyle and what you're doing for you, these comments and questions don't really get you as bad. Like people will still ask me stuff, but like, it doesn't even bother me. <laughs> like, I'm like, yeah, I'm eating chicken and broccoli and we're here at a restaurant. Like, I just don't really care. Cause I'm like, I'm eating this to feel good. And for my goals, and I don't really care what everyone else is eating or what they think about my eating. But like I said, that just takes time. And I totally get it as like a beginner. It can be really overwhelming. Um, and like I said, with people who 
will sometimes lash out at you because of insecurities or deep-rooted issues within. Um, you know, this is really common. I see, we see this a lot with our clients with like, you know, coworkers or even sometimes like family members. Um, and, and I think it's just important to remember, like, again, where that stems from when people are coming at you in a malicious way, where it's not coming from a place of misunderstanding. It's more or less like, you know, maybe some insecurity or something that they're dealing with, which is sad, you know, they may lash out at you for that. Understanding that is like the first step in learning how to respond to that. <laughs> um, and also like, just remember, like, you don't owe anyone an explanation on what you're doing. And I know that's like so much easier said than done, but, um, I remember I was at like a party and, uh, there was like cupcakes there and um, they were like, do you want one? And I was like, no, thanks. I'm good. And they're like, oh, I thought like, it was like so malicious. It was like, oh, I thought that you could eat whatever you wanted. That's what you preach Polly Pocket Fitness. Right. And it's just like, honestly, that annoyed me because oh like, my goodness. Yeah, yes, <laughs> that's what annoyed me because I knew like, I can read people well. Like I knew the person was being malicious, but like, I still didn't let it get to me. I was like, yeah, I can have it. I just don't want it. Like, I really don't want my stomach to hurt later. <laughs> okay but like it just like annoyed me because that was stemming from a place like you know that was not coming from a genuine place of curiosity that was sort of like you know kind of like putting me down putting me on the spot but like like I could just see as like a beginner that would be like so annoying to have to deal with like you know because you're not as confident in the process and in the journey for me it was just like whatever like I know this is this coming this is something you know this person's dealing from within I'm not even gonna let it like sweat it <laughs> but you might hear things like that so that was really long-winded but I hope that kind of makes sense <laughs> Yeah, for sure. I think that's a good point with like the the confidence side of things and like over time, the confidence that you build within what you're doing um, makes such a big difference because in the beginning, you're still a little like weary. You're like, you know, doing these new things and you're like, you know, kind of still waiting for like the results to happen because again, it doesn't happen overnight. Um, but, you know, waiting to see like the progress of like what you're doing, the decisions that you're making, the changes that you're making. And so like in the beginning, you you can hear like other people saying, you know, like, oh, you probably shouldn't eat that or, oh, you should do this. But then, you know, you have your coach or you have like this plan that you have in place of like what you're trying to follow and what you're trying to do. And so then that can kind of, you know, bring up those like questions of like, oh, well, am I really doing what I should be doing? Like, I don't know. Um, and so like, again, we always say kind of like trusting that process of like what you're doing is right. And then once you kind of reap the reward of the consistency and, and the process and, and see the changes and um, just go through that whole like process and, and instill that confidence in yourself it makes such a big difference in how like you respond to other people. Like it, it's just like, a, oh, okay. Like, um, you know, whenever they say like, oh, are, are you sure you shouldn't be eating that? You just say, yeah. And just move on. Like you just, you yeah. know, go through your day. Like you just, it doesn't affect you anymore. Um, but in the beginning, you know, the reason that we wanted to talk about this is because if you are just getting started, it can kind of be a little disheartening sometimes to hear people say negative things about like, healthier choices or better choices that you're making in your life. And so we just want to emphasize that like the way that you receive and like respond to certain individuals, like do what feels right to you in that scenario. Like, and if you do have a coach or, you know, we, you are a client of ours, just ask us like, Hey, so-and-so said this. And like, I was just curious, like it put in my head, like we get it. We we've been there. And so we can kind of help you understand like, why that may not be true or just educate you on whatever it may be that they said um, and just in help instill that confidence like within you again and like what you're doing is, you know, what we need to be doing and things like that. But definitely with time, it gets better, but you're still going to have like those comments that kind of 
come up from certain people or individuals. Um, you know, my mom and my fitness journey, like when I lived at home, it was always like, she always said something, not that it was necessarily stemming from like a negative place. Um, but it was more so like, you're eating how much? Like, why are you eating all the time? I feel like that's the biggest one that I would get is like, you know, I'm losing weight and I'm like lean and I look great. And like, I'm reaching all these, you know, goals and people are like, how are you eating so much? Why are you eating so much? Um, or like, are you supposed to eat that much? And and I feel like those are like the main comments that I would get, but it's like, yes, like you have to eat to like reach your goals. And so that's like, I feel like one of the biggest misconceptions out there is like, you have to eat as little as possible and like just eat lettuce to lose weight and to like feel good and be lean and all those things. And it's such the opposite. And so with those comments, again, you just have to remember that like food is fueled for food is fuel for your body. And it's super, super important to make sure that you're, you're fueling it properly and eating enough food throughout your day. Um, and not letting the like dieting culture side of things really, make you second guess that of like, oh, I should be eating little to no food every day. Um, because you definitely don't want to be doing that. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And, and again, like we said before, like the fitness industry, it's, it's, there's so many myths, the misconceptions that people hear from their neighbor, people who have no, who know nothing about, sorry, that was my alarm, who know nothing about nutrition, you know, and, you know, they'll kind of project that onto you. Um, but like, like we said, you know, ways to respond is like, you don't owe anyone an explanation that is up to you and like what you want to put your energy into. Um, you know, I used to be someone who would over explain myself and now I'm just like, yeah, I just don't want it. And that's it. <laughs> like, you know, um, it just kind of depends on your personality, but also, you know, this is something that like I've seen my clients do is you can always use it as a way to teach someone like that is close to you, what living health, healthier lifestyle actually looks like you know for example someone's like at the office is like oh my god why are you drinking so much water like like oh yeah you know I've been drinking more water it's been helping my skin it's been helping you know my weight loss process um you know my energy is better so like you're able to if, if you're wanting to explain it can help others see what living a healthier lifestyle actually looks like like yeah I can like I eat this amount of carbs every single day and I've lost 20 pounds over the last you know five six months or whatever it may be and people are like what wow that's amazing tell me more you know so um this is how again we've gotten a lot of like referrals from clients too because our clients are killing it and they kind of show their loved ones like yeah this is what I'm doing and it's working and so again there's nothing wrong with telling people what you're doing it can help inspire others as well so think of yourself as an inspiration (laughs) and try not to see this as like negative when people are hyper-focused on you, but as something that you're doing different and better for yourself. And, you know, you're, you're most likely inspiring others to make changes as well. Yeah. And, uh, and like I've always said with clients and stuff too, is like, if you lead by quiet example, like others will start to see that others will start to see like over time, the changes that you're making and you don't necessarily need to explain it to them if you don't want to. Um, but being able to just lead by that example of like, you know, bringing your own meals and like not eating out as much as maybe everyone in the office or whatever it may be, you're just making different, healthier food choices, um, for yourself. Others start to see that. Like if you're, you know, getting up in your, in office, for example, just comes to mind because you, you see the same people every day and you're like, 
pretty close proximity to people. Um, But, you know, getting steps in and walking the halls and people are like, what are you doing, Courtney? Or like, what are you, why are you walking so much? Why are you going to the bathroom so much? Um, You know, they start to see those things and like you bringing, you know, your big thing of water into the office every day. Like they see those things that you're doing and the lifestyle that you live or the the habits that you're trying to create, things like that. And over time, you know, it can make an impact, which I, I know I've said this before, but it makes, it can make such a big impact on the people that you're around often. And they start to see you just leading by that example. And they start to kind of pick up on those things. And maybe they'll, they'll start to try you know, to try start bringing their lunches in, or they'll start bringing their, um, you know, more water in or drinking more water throughout their day. Um, it's not necessarily that you have to say or explain anything to them, but they just kind of see what you're doing and that you lead a healthy lifestyle and that you feel good and that you look good and all of those things. And maybe you've lost weight. Um, and over time, like they'll start to pick up on those things. And then maybe they actually will ask you questions out of like curiosity and trying to understand like what you're doing. So maybe they can start to like implement, you know, maybe some of the things that you're doing and things like that. And then that's a great way to go about explaining what you're doing to someone that's actually coming from a place of like genuinely being curious and like wanting to be healthier themselves. Yes, absolutely. And I hope this all makes sense, guys. Um, again, our inbox is always open, but just just, just remember and replay this episode in your head, you know, through the holidays and whatnot. If you start through, you know, your work days, he will start asking questions. Like, just remember these things. And with time, it does get better as you become more confident in the process. Like, I cannot stress that enough. Um, but like I said, our inbox is always open. Or if you're a client of ours, you can always ask us questions on how to respond to things and how to go about certain situations. Because more than likely, we've experienced it and we've been there so <laughs> we're always happy to give our feedback um but we hope this episode was helpful um and insightful and like I said it's something just keep staying consistent to you know these tips and how to respond and like I said with time it'll get so much easier but um but we appreciate you guys being on this episode uh thank you so much excited for the holidays coming up um and we will see you guys next episode yeah for sure have a great week guys bye guys thank you